0: Hello again, writers, welcome to day four of the 12 days of marketing holiday special that I'm bringing to you because I'm feeling so very festive. Actually, I'm bringing it to you because after a year of hosting this podcast and talking to lots of different children's authors and lots of different stages of their publishing journey, I realized that almost everybody struggles with marketing. So I'm here to help in whatever little way that I can. So today is going to be a shorter episode than the first three. We're just going to talk about the importance, the value, the power behind having engaged fans. So this is a, it's free-ish, I say. It's a free-ish marketing technique. I say free-ish because if you're using an email list to grow them, then you do have to pay for the email list, right? Some people call them super fans. Some people call them a street team. Maybe it's your ARC reviewers, which is... Uh, advanced reader copies, your beta reviewers, maybe it's all of the above. Some people go so far as to give them a special name, which a lot of people in the marketing circles, not just for authors, but they say if you give, you know, your super fans a special name, like maybe you're all the writers. (laughs) It's good that I can make myself laugh, right? Anyway, if you can find a special name for your people, They feel part of your community and they feel in your world and in your sphere. And even though just to you, you're just, you know, you, you're just me trying to slog through the day and get up and exercise and eat right and all that. Like to you, you're a regular person. But to everybody else, a published author is like a famous person and you've done something that 80% of the population wants to do. It's on their bucket list. So you're a big deal, my friend. Maybe not to yourself, but to your fans, you're a big deal. So these super fans, for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to call them super fans, They will buy every book you publish, and they'll buy them at full price. They'll review every book you publish. Yes, you might have to ask them a couple of times, but they'll do it. They'll post about them on their social media if they're really super duper fans, and all of that stuff helps you sell your books. It's word of mouth, which is worth its weight in gold. But how do we get these magical, fantastic super fans? I'm going to link a great book by Pat Flynn, who is podcasting guru and all-around great guy, in the comments. The book is actually called Superfans, and so, of course, you'll have to tweak some of the things to make it work for you as an author, but the premise is the same. So you need to find readers. So go back to our traffic episode. Traffic episode was last episode. So day three of the 12 days of marketing. So you're going to need traffic just because you have to increase your pool of readers because not everybody will be your biggest fan, your super fan. But the more people that you can reach, the more chances that you're going to grow your super fan base, right? Okay, so you have to find these readers with the traffic. You have to get them to like you. So how do you do that? Well, often it's giving them something free, giving them special attention somehow, making them feel important, making them feel like they're part of your success, which they really are. So usually what this looks like is either a really engaged and active social media channel or and or a really engaged and active email list okay i know a lot of people are anti-email because none of us like getting emails but i want you to stop and think for a minute do you open your emails i mean every day i even go through my spam my junk whatever it's called I go through it because stuff ends up in there that's important. So yes, I'm deleting a lot of emails. Yes, I'm slightly annoyed on Cyber Monday that I'm getting so many freaking emails. But I'm actively looking for the emails that I want. So when you have readers and you sign them up to your email list or you engage with them on whatever social media platform that you're on, you can give them exclusive deals, incentives. You can let them into your life a little bit, you know, and you remember you're famous, so you're letting them into a famous author's life just a little bit. Maybe it's a picture of your cat, picture of your computer, picture of your book that you're currently reading, like for you, book that you're currently writing, live videos. So let's say you have your super fans and you're not sure what to create for them. An option is a Facebook group because they're so easy and like everybody's on Facebook, right? So create a special Superfans Facebook group and once a month, commit to going live. Commit to talking about what you're writing. Commit to talking about how your life is going, you know, how you're balancing work and writing, or how you're balancing raising your kids, or how you're balancing retirement and writing, or whatever's going on in your life, they care. To you, again, it's like, I'm a regular person. Nothing is exciting. This is just regular life. But to them, it's interesting. And people love to be fans, and they love to follow somebody that to them is just that step above and more interesting and more fabulous. And you know, they're doing it. People love that. They love to support us but they need to know how to do it so you have to figure out a system or a process and then you have to commit to it right so that live video chat even though often as authors we're introverts and we're really self-conscious and maybe we don't want to go live they don't care (laughs) put on your lipstick and get in the group and go live and share them about share with them about what's going on in your life so that would be a treat for people if you already have swag, so by swag I mean bookmarks or stickers, something like that, you could send it to them once a month. Maybe you have a contest, maybe you have a like a tag me in your social post or tag my books in your social post. And everybody who tags me this month is going into a, a draw to win this. So maybe it's a bookmark, maybe it's a sticker, maybe it's a free book, maybe it's a free ebook. Whatever you have to give them or to incentivize them. It has to make sense for you, and I'm here to tell you that going broke never makes sense. So you don't have to give them physical things that cost you money. You don't have to give them the bookmarks, the stickers, et etc., etc., etc. Don't go to Budsies and make five Budsy dolls for $100 each to give away if your books aren't selling. Okay, so maybe that's uh, maybe that's an end goal. At the end of the year, you'll have one made or or one stuffy made somewhere else, but these just sticks in my mind. But I'm here to tell you, don't go broke. Please, please, please don't buy a ton of stickers or a ton of bookmarks or what have you on Vistaprint only to be giving them away, giving them away, giving them away and not have any sales happening. Okay, maybe that's a two-year plan. And at the end of the year, you can assess what would make sense and then purchase, you know, one set of bookmarks and make them last and see if they made sense. See if there was any ROI on them. Sometimes it's hard to tell. I know that, but, but it has to make sense. Okay. When you have this, let's say Facebook group or engaged email list or engaged social media channel of super fans, make sure that you ask them when you need help. Okay. So if you need reviews, go ahead and ask them and just be really honest. Hey, my new book, it only has five reviews and I found the magical number is 10. So I'd really appreciate some honest reviews. Here's the clean link. Remember I talked about clean links way back on day one of things that you would, you should have in place. So go back and listen to day one or or look at that description. I think that's where I put in a picture so you would know the difference. So ask them for help. Maybe you want ideas of a marketing campaign. Right now, I'm considering a market marketing campaign for I Can Handle It. So later today on my to-do list, I'm gonna write to my email list and I'm gonna say, hey, this is my idea. As parents, as teachers, as counselors, what do you think of this idea? And you know, they appreciate when I ask them, maybe not all, you know 1100 people on my email list appreciate me asking their their advice but then they'll ignore it or they'll unsubscribe or they might not even see it right so i don't feel badly about going into their email to ask their opinions because they are my fans they are my target audience and their opinion matters to me so Let's talk about those email messages. I like to say something like, send me a message because I always read them and I always answer you. And maybe in five years, if I get hundreds of those a day, I'll have to change that language, but right now I absolutely have the capacity to reply to one email message a week. So make sure you put that out there as well because people might feel like, oh, I shouldn't email that famous author because (laughs) surely she's getting hundreds of emails already. But if you put it out there, they're gonna say, hey, she said I could always email her, so I'm I'm gonna email her or him. When you are posting on your social media or asking for opinions in your emails, usually the magical superfans, they'll almost self-identify. And how they do that is they engage with you. So they'll reply back when you ask people for their opinions, or they'll leave comments on your social media, or they might even send you a direct Message. So they're identifying. So if you don't know how to narrow, let's say, your 2000 list of Instagram followers down to, let's say, 20 superfans, because really you don't need much more than that. If you have more than that, it's great. But when you're just starting out, 10 superfans will make a huge difference. 20 superfans will make a huge difference. So you can start identifying them by people who reply back to you, by people who send you private messages by people who comment on your social media posts. And then you can think about either a separate email list or a separate Facebook group. You know, just ask them, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Would you be interested? This is what I'll commit to doing. I've decided that I'll, I'll go live once a month. I'll talk about the books that I am planning in my head. I'll talk about what's coming out next. I'll also do shout outs. Hey, on the podcast, Jackie's a super fan. Why is Jackie a super fan? Because she emails me and tells me her ideas, her opinions. She asks me questions. So thank you, author Jacqueline Coy. I guess I shouldn't just call her Jackie. Author Jacqueline Coy. Uh, has done that very recently. So there you go, a shout out. If she hears this, she's going to be feeling, oh, she said my name, or she tagged me in a post, something like that. So go ahead and tag your super fans or mention them on your social media because we all like to feel special. We all like to feel important. And just doing that little free thing and making it a part of your process, your social, social media process. That's going to help to boost your engagement and then help to gain you some more superfans. Show your appreciation by tagging, by writing back, by commenting, by sharing that you have these superfans. Show your appreciation for people by tagging, by commenting, by giving a shout out. They appreciate feeling important. Feeling special, we all do, let's be honest. And that's really gonna work in your benefit because it's gonna just really grow that super fan relationship with you even more. Make sure when you're planning out this engaged fan, super fan strategy that what you're planning is something that can work for you and what you have capacity for, let's say for the next six months. So if you don't have capacity for a, a private special Facebook group, maybe you do have capacity for just a special dedicated email list where you email once a week if you if you feel like that's what they want and that's what you can provide. Maybe it's every two weeks, okay? Don't just jump into something like a private Facebook group if you don't have capacity for that. If you have five balls in the air that you're juggling, kids, school, job, hockey, authoring, don't add one more ball in there only for all of the balls to fall, okay? So think about what works for you in your life and in three months or six months or a year, revisit it and add something else if you feel like it works for you. And if you feel like it's something you're ready to try to tackle and that it will be beneficial. So this is one of the best ways to build your own traffic. If you remember, I talked on day three about three ways to generate traffic and it was buy traffic, borrow traffic, or build your own traffic. This is a way to build your own traffic. This way will take time, will take energy, how much is up to you. But this is one of those things that will really pay off. If you take the time to really nurture and engage some fans, this will pay off at every book launch or every time you feel like you need opinions or feedback on your cover, on a rhyme. If you need help with anything having this base of super fans is really going to pay off for you in the future. So go back to day three if you don't know what I'm talking about when I talk about the three ways to generate traffic and download that PDF with a summary of the three ways to build traffic. Speaking of asking people for what you need, if you subscribe or review this podcast, it helps me get more visibility so, so much. When you're dealing with a podcast, that's usually how people decide if they're going to listen and give it a chance or not, so it would really benefit the podcast and the visibility so that more authors have the chance to listen, and it would really make me feel special and important since we've been talking about that today too. I will talk to you tomorrow for day five of the 12 Days of Marketing, my friends. Thanks so much for listening. Bye for now.